Blog Talk Radio. Jump into the show. So, 
Uh, Q, go ahead. Let's do it. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to, first of all, introduce to you all Miss Tara Jackson. Um, in the last four years, she's gone from being a bench warmer to a seasoned vet. Attraction marketing, social media branding, resurrecting businesses and lives is her forte. In the last few years, she's taken what appeared to be an aha moment and cracked the code and unveiled every marketing guru's best-kept secret. In less than 30 days, she's able to successfully cut convert 94 leads into sales with her profitable her profitable friends list and in her 30 day hustle hard or boot camp which I was a part of and it is awesome for entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be she will show you how to convert your friends list into a seasoned stream of revenue also um you guys I have followed Miss Tara forever and she is amazing I have been in her classes and taking her training, so it is my extreme pleasure to introduce you all to Miss Tara Jackson this evening. Welcome, honey. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm listening to the music. I'm all keying in like, hey, I'm ready for this show. I really like it. I haven't done one of these in so long, and it's always so good to be amongst our people, and that vibe and that energy is so dope to me. I'm so grateful and thankful for y'all. Um asking me to be a part of the show. I haven't done this in so long, so a little bit nervous. And I still get nervous even knowing what I know and doing what I do. I still have the butterflies. So to all of you out there, when people ask you to speak, don't be afraid. Uh, walk through the fear and share your uh, share your testimony, share your experience. We all um, we need that. We definitely need that, um, especially what's going on in the world today. We definitely got to key in and work together. So thank you all again for having me a part of the show. Do you hear me? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we are thankful that you decided to join us on this evening. We know that you've got a lot going on, especially um, with your new baby that you got, Mr. Baby Malik. Yes. Absolutely adorable. (laughs) What's all today? Uh, and that's that's a journey in itself to the uh, to the mompreneurs out there. You know, we we definitely sometimes allow um, a social perspective to make us feel like we have to put our lives on the back burner. But um, if anybody was paying attention to Coach Tara Jackson, she was laying on a hospital bed still hustling. Five hours after <laughs> had her baby, you know, the line. Yeah, I, I, I was. I'm serious too. I'm just laying there, like, well, I'm kind of bored, so let me just see, um, you know, what I can and cannot do. I've really learned how to balance, um, you know, being a mom. I have a 16 year old, and now I have a two month old, so I'm kind of starting all over again, which I'm clearly reminded of every time I tell somebody I have a 16-year-old and a two-month-old, but um, you figure it out, you know, you figure it out, you figure out how to maintain, like, I'm literally, y'all, I'm in my bathroom right now, locked in, so I can have a quiet conversation. Oh, I know that bathroom. So well. Yeah, I'm trying, like, let me get 20 minutes of quiet time, I'm folding clothes, I'm talking to y'all, hey, we have to, you know, we have to do do it the best way we can, and don't make Excuses, you know, do what you got to do, um, especially when right. you have discovered your purpose and your passion in life. Um, you know, you're willing to go to any length to, to get it done. And, um, hey, I, I got to get it done. Um, so how are we doing right. tonight? I, are y'all asking me questions? Tell me, well, how is it going to go? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We got That's it. actually why I, I asked about baby belief first, um, was because I wanted to know. I, I also have children, and so many of your followers and so many of our followers have families, and so many of us are mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. So I wanted to know, especially with you starting over, 
Um, what has been the newest tip that you've acquired that you think more um, parents who want to aspire to be entrepreneurs um, could benefit from? What has been that new, not necessarily aha moment, aha moment, but girl, that works. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that DIY or that background thing that you like, this will help me hustle. Like, you know, what was able to allow you to be in that, aside from your natural hustle, be in the bed and sit, you know, oh, right, five hours after right. delivering him, you know, right. <laughs> we all can't be that great just yet. You no, know? no, no, you know what? Like, a lot of times people will say to me, like, I wish I had to hustle. And I know a lot of that comes because I lived a very street life for anybody that doesn't know my story. Um, five years ago, I was facing 20 years in prison when I really got the aha moment that the lifestyle that I was living, um, really, I wasn't going nowhere. You know, it was either jail or in, uh, institution or I was going to die. And that's where a lot of my hustle comes from. I take the same information that I learned in the streets and just apply it to business in a positive light, in a legit light, um, and knowing that, you know, and, and nobody is going to be um, as dedicated, as loyal, as loving, as caring, as supportive to your business than you are. And a lot of times we have that expectation that our family and friends are supposed to grind and believe and love in your business as much as you do. And that's just not reality. It's not their passion. Right. It's not their purpose. It's not their vision. It's for you to get up every day no matter how you feel, you know, the first, I would say the first three to four weeks was tough because I am breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. That was a new journey for me. So learning how to schedule around the baby um, was the greatest thing that I could give myself was to allow my body to just relax and not feel like I had to come grind eight hours. Like I really realized that a lot of times when we do that eight hour, that 10 hour, that 15 hour um, grind with our business, we ain't really accomplished nothing. <laughs> and in the same two hours or four hours or maybe six hours or even as I started out in the day, so when I get up in the morning, I feed him, I know he's going to go back to sleep for a couple hours, I get up and grind. And between midday, mm -hmm. I know he's going to want to get up, feed, and rest a little bit, so I rest a little bit. So I'm, I'm maneuvering around him and finding those mm -hmm. pockets of time to be able to dedicate to my business. Okay, well, what can I do today? Can I work on the website? Can I work on promotion or marketing or whatever it is that allows me, okay, I need two hours to put over here, or sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's just going, checking the email, responding, and then going back and serving his needs because his needs come before mine now, and not trying to put myself on the back burner, but but knowing that my purpose is still very important and still very much a priority. And I think women do that. We um, we put motherhood completely before everything. We lose sight of what we're supposed to be doing outside of motherhood. Um, there's no balance there. So you see a lot of girls, they'll go to school, they'll end up dropping out. It's like 10 years later. And when I was raising kids, okay, but yep. in those pockets of time, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, listen, I went to school six years, year round to get that dual BA. And then I went to school, I worked a full-time job, and I was working on Respect the Queen for 18 months straight, crazy, straight crazy. But I accomplished right. those things, and I, you know, I got it done. So it's like, what are you willing to do um, to fulfill your dreams? Right. <clears throat> yeah. So let me. You, you brought really up not a secret. Not a. Not. I don't have a magic trick. It's just I'm very <laughs> right. devoted and I'm very devoted and committed. Work. You know, committed to my dreams. A lot of work. You're right, Winifred. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. 
lot of work. So you brought up you brought up a, a word that I think a lot of uh, business owners or people try to talk about, and that's balance. Um, do you believe in that traditional form of balance, or do you just, like you said, just kind of even before the baby, um, do you just do what you do until you're done doing it? I mean, how do you how do you feel about balance and the whole work life? Initially, when I first um, opened up my um, my first business, Respect the Queen, which is an online ladies' boutique, I was uh, the first 18 months, almost two years, I was working a regular 9 to 5. And I had started to work that 9 to 5. Um, I had actually written a proposal to my boss at the time. I was a law clerk, and my son was getting ready to go into middle school, and I'm a single mother in that regard with my 16-year-old. And I didn't want my son to become what they call a latchkey kid coming home to himself, taking care of himself. And so I I wrote a proposal because I understood that my job could be done from home. And so Mm -hmm. I wrote that proposal, and I start working from home with a law clerk job first. Um, and then when I got laid off from that job and I was just strictly running my business, I was so excited at the freedom of not being um, um, held responsible to a time clock and all of that. So I thought that I could do whatever I wanted mm-hmm. to do. I could work how I want to work. And then I realized that don't work. You have to have some sort of schedule. And whatever that is and what that means to you is different from everybody. I don't just go, oh, I'm going to work 8 to 5 today. I plan out my day. Like, I know what day I'm going to do consultations. Consultations are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, One-on-one coaching services are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Websites are on Mondays and Fridays. So I really had to start planning that thing out, planning out my schedule and how I promote and market. Um, If you see me online, it's certain times of the day that I post. Um, It's not just sporadic unless um, sometimes I'm very spirit-fed and spirit-led, and so you may see mm-hmm. me post some random things in there, and that's just because God done put it on my spirit to post it. Otherwise, I really do have a schedule because when you're sporadic and everywhere, you don't get nothing done. Amen. You don't get a Ooh, lot done. Yep, yep. Mm-mm. You don't get a lot done. <laughs> so, of course, we have the freedom of time when it comes to entrepreneurship, but how are you using your time? Are you using it wisely um, just to think that it's going to be some kind of party because you're running your own business. That Y'all all know that's not reality. We do more work mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship than we do when we work the corporate nine to five. I work way harder, way harder at my own business yep. than I did working for somebody else. Yeah, That is so true. And and you yeah. you never feel like it's enough. You've never done enough. So there's always something more to do. Even when you you know yeah. with a job that you clock in and out of, you know that there's an end point. Every you know at some point business stops. That's where our art right. picks up. There is no off switch. <laughs> so you absolutely right. 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 And that's what I told a client mm-hmm. today is um, you know listening to your body. That's one of the best signals that you need to sit down somewhere. Are you getting proper rest? Are you getting proper food? We have this thing that we say there's no sleep for the rich or, you know, uh, no sleep and teen, no sleep or whatever. That's not healthy. Uh-uh. And I know that a lot of the younger people really believe that. But what? it's not healthy for you to be running on fumes. I'm serious. It's really Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have deadlines or sometimes we get those creative moments and juices at like 4 o'clock in the morning we get up and grind. I know we have those moments. But on a regular basis, you need to be getting a proper meal. You need to be getting proper rest so that you, that those creative juices flow a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. And you're really, I, I, listen, the 30-day boot camp, Quilla, 
I promise you I got that thing done in one day because I was so geeked up and so excited and I couldn't let it go. And then yeah. I realized I had made so many mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I was so tired. I had made so adrenaline had you going, yeah. The adrenaline <laughs> had me going. And then when I looked back at it, like a month later, I was like, wow, there are so many grammatical errors here. And I had to redo it. But when I redid it, I actually took the time and did it, you know, appropriately. I had to learn. Like, there's no reason to rush through this thing. But we want, we're so excited. We want everybody else to see mm-hmm. it and look and look what was, you know, oh, what I got. No, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, not, I get delirious with that Yes. I tell yes. men all the time, um, like, y'all do not want me up at 2 a.m. doing business. That ain't what you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. You need your proper rest. I'm telling you, your best work is going to come when you actually um, have proper rest. You, you'll get your yep. best work done that way. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I get it. When you're young and you're 21, you can bounce back like that. But I'm almost 40. I don't bounce back. I have to get my sleep on. And I take naps. And that's okay. You know, it's okay if you're, you know, you're yep. taking naps in between or whatnot. That's that's not a problem. Um, I agree. So let me ask you. Totally so agree. You are, so let me, give me, we've got, um, well, no, I won't jump to those questions yet. So, all right, we've got a lot of new business owners who um, who have asked questions, and one of the questions they want to know um, are what are some of, not necessarily the do's, but what are some of the don'ts of a new business owner? Like, what's the thing um, they I would, do? Okay, I would say some of the don'ts um, would be not searching and making sure that your business name hasn't already been trademarked by another company. Um, to make sure that the imagery that you're using um, actually belongs to you. A lot of times I see people take imagery off of uh, public domain and they use it and they don't realize that it belongs to someone else. Anything that is on public domain has an owner. Uh, So you want to make sure you have the proper rights to use that. Um, Again, you want to make sure the namesake that you're using, even like logos, not logos, but like slogans, um, you want to make sure mm-hmm. those words haven't been trademarked by somebody. I see a lot of companies do that. You want to make sure, like if you're a boutique owner and you're wholesaling, you want to make sure those companies are legit. We have an Asian company called AliExpress, and I continue, Alibaba, AliExpress, they go under a few different mm-hmm. names, continue to really reach out to sisters. Um, you're buying clothes that have been bootlegged. Uh, and mm-hmm. usually they're not bootlegged in a in a sophisticated manner. You know, like the the, the size extra large fit like a small, and the one sleeve too long. Right. And um, you know, do your research. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there a market out there for the product or service that you're putting out? Um, is that market oversaturated? Who are you speaking to? A lot of times I find people that I talk to um, that want my assistance. When I ask them who is their target market, they say everybody, and everybody isn't your target market. Um, You need to define that target market, um, who's the core audience that you're speaking to. Um, Imagery is important. A lot of times you see people just throwing out anything. Um, Are you properly structured? Have you spoken to a CPA? Have you spoken to an attorney to make sure that your business needs to be incorporated or not? you know, I have you filed for your sales tax permit. A lot of times you see yeah. people out here and they're just winging it, um, and they're mm-hmm. not a legally structured company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're facing lawsuits and um, 
you know, tax um, tax laws or whatnot that you, you have not even sought out that information to ensure that your business is set up properly. Um, definitely that, um, projections, looking at your financials. Do you have the money um, to set this business up? or at least begin to set this business up. You know, I started off with $100. I probably started off um, backwards um, as far Mm -hmm. as putting the proper documentation together, so I really encourage people to do that first. Um, You don't Mm want to backtrack in your business. You don't want to get so far along in business and realize you didn't do A, B, and C, and now you have to go backwards and do those things. So I say proper structure is definitely most important, and making sure that you're not stealing people's stuff. Um, for some reason, we got that bad out here. Man. <laughs> we, do, we do. I see it a lot. Yeah. I see it a lot in our community, too. We're so eager to just have a business that we really don't know what it takes to run a business. Um, it's a difference between selling stuff and actually running a company. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. Huge difference. Thank mm-hmm. you. Huge difference. Huge difference. Good, Q. I know you got more. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I guess it really just depends on what it is that a person is doing. You want to make sure that you're properly certified if you were doing something, um, you know, like makeup and hair, depending upon the um, the uh, the state in which you reside. Everybody's laws are different. I know, like in Texas, you have to be certified to do hair. You don't have to be certified to do makeup. You want to study the laws and make sure that you're um, applying those laws appropriately. I know when I first began Respect the Queens, I was told by a CPA that I needed to charge taxes across the board, but I was doing business mm-hmm. online, and so I literally was charging everybody, people from North Carolina, Atlanta, wherever, I was charging them a flat rate um, sales tax based on Texas yeah. law. Yeah. Right, right. So we don't, we don't know that. Making sure that your tax. Um, the person who, the girl who does your W twos every year may not be equipped to do your business taxes. She may right. not be versed in business taxes. Totally so different ball game. That you, right. Yes, totally right. different ball game. <laughs> um, you want to make sure that you're tracking your expenses and your revenue. Your, like I said, your accounting, your bookkeeping. Um, I didn't have the money to hire someone in the beginning. GoDaddy has an awesome bookkeeping service that will break down your financials for you, expenses, revenue, profit, taxes, everything. That That's a really good service. I want to say it's like $10 a month. There really is no excuse for you to walk into your CPA's office and you don't have receipts. Uh, right. You're going to file taxes right. and you don't have right. receipts for your expenses. Um, it's just it's, with the Internet, it's really no excuse, no excuse right. at yeah. all. Being a, you can um, print them off. A small, They're everywhere. You can print yeah. it off. You can print it off. You can look up this information. Do your homework. Research and study um, what it is you need to know about your craft. If I'm hiring you to do work and you don't know what it is that you do, um, that's that's kind of a bit of a problem. Um, so I guess so. Yeah, I can go on and on and on. <laughs> Right, no, you're good. Now, see, what I want to do, because I, like I said earlier, I followed you for a while, and I've been a participant in quite a few of your um, um, different programs, but I would like for you to tell our listeners how they can contact you and what it is that you can offer them as, as a coach, because we often know that we have an idea. You know, this was myself even, and, and I knew that I had an idea. It was awesome. I want some direction. I need some direction because this is a social media and entrepreneurship 
are, are they work hand in hand, but then they are so totally different in how you have to approach them in so many different ways. And I've learned that a lot in in this past year, especially knowing how social media has grown. So what is it that you offer to budding entrepreneurs who are looking for that guidance? Um, for me, Quilla, um, what I do as a, uh, as a business coach, and I almost end up becoming a mentor, most of the time when people come to me, um, they've already started up their company and they're lost and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to manifest. They don't know why they're not making any money. Um, and so I teach a lot of branding and marketing to rookies, but also to vets because sometimes as a veteran in the game, we can get stuck in our ways um, or we can mm-hmm. refuse to learn how things work, um, especially with a lot of us that are older. We don't necessarily know social media the same way our 16-year-old knows social media and how social media can benefit you. Um, so I teach a lot of, right, I, I mean, it took a lot of studying to learn and to know what I do know. Um, and I, there's still room to grow. There's still a whole bunch of things that I don't know. Um, but I do a lot of attraction marketing, teaching people how to brand themselves and not the product or service, and that's where a lot of people get lost. They're trying to brand the T-shirt or the um, the hair care line that they have versus branding Quilla. Um, so I teach people how to do that. I teach them what it is to become an attraction marketer, um, really using the law of attraction and what you what you put out into the world, you gain back. Becoming an expert at what it is that you do, becoming an educator at what it is that you do. A lot of times for entrepreneurs, they just want to sell, 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 sell. Um, and consumers are really aware of someone who just wants their money um, and not necessarily someone who is educating them on the product and the value of their product, um, mm-hmm. as well as, um, I'm like, one of my clients texted me now. <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as um you know, as far as marketing assisting companies and making sure that their imagery is up to par, that it's very professional, um, that the you know, quotes and sayings and sales ads that you put out um are up to par. I also do a lot of not really sure how to coin this. I call myself the wounded healer. What happens a lot of times is my clients will come to me about business. Um, and what happens is they realize that their problems have nothing to do with business. Um, I share this all the time. If you are not internally well, it will spill over into your business. So if you're a procrastinator in your personal life, you will be a procrastinator in yep, your business. If you're lazy and inconsistent, you will be lazy and inconsistent in your business. And so I, I assist people with tapping back into their own power, cleaning up that inside so that they can truly flourish in their business. Because I can give you a quick PDF, e-course, 30-day boot camp. But if you're raggedy on the inside, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. You're going to come back to ground. It's real. You're going to come back to ground zero every time because you're not dealing with those issues on the inside of you. Um, So I kind of float back and forth from business coach to mentor. Um, In a nutshell, again, I could go on and on and on about what I do. Um, Of course, I get the, the sidebar. People want help with starting up companies, uh, websites, graphic design, things of that nature. It's kind of just side hustle stuff that I do because you should have more than one line of income coming in. So there you I go. try to teach people. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm developing a course now. Matter of fact, I'm finishing up a course now and teaching people how to take their natural talents and abilities, also what they've learned in corporate America, and mm-hmm. using it. Um, to create and develop a business. Like I just helped a young lady 
who worked for a credit bureau. We won't name them. But she literally opened up her own consulting company doing credit repair because she learned those mm-hmm. skills through corporate America. While you getting robbed, rich, <laughs> you okay. making some money off of those talent and abilities. And so I help people that have no, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, what have you been doing for the last 15, 20 right. years, 10 years, right. five years? Exactly. Take those skills <laughs> right and there. use them for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you'll be amazed at how many people just really don't know that they have so much money in their back pocket and they really just don't know where to start. So I assist um, entrepreneurs and do, aspiring entrepreneurs in doing that as well. Awesome. Uh, we, appreciate we appreciate you coming on for us this evening. Mm-hmm. I'm just for everybody who's listening, if you would like to connect with Ms. Tara, um, go ahead and hop over. She is on Facebook. You can search Tara Jackson. You can also search, um, she's at respectthequeen.com. Um, coach, uh, no, sorry, TaraJackson.com. I'm looking at the links on the on the Facebook. Sorry about that. <laughs> but we got Respect the Queen, and she's also Coach Tara Jackson. You can search her. She's all over Facebook. She is awesome. Search her, look her up, and go ahead and and be about that business because she is the one that is going to get you there. We appreciate you, honey. <laughs> Definitely. All right, thank Definitely. y'all for having me on. Y'all enjoy y'all eating. You too. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Nope. Uh, bye bye. Awesome. Yeah, that's the truth. She's the truth. So definitely, again, yeah. if you guys are looking for a coach, if you guys are looking for a coach or somebody who can uh, help you out, definitely take um, give her a, a look. Um, I've been following her. I'm. I think Shakila, you actually introduced me to her, and so um, yeah, so I've been following her mostly on Instagram, and and yeah, she's the real deal. So so look her up, TaraJackson.com. All right. Let's go ahead real quick and take a break. Uh, we got we got uh, our first song. So this is My Evolution of Hip Hop by Young Blaze. We'll be right back um, after uh, this song. And please, if you do have a question or a comment, uh, please call us. In. You can always call in at 929-477-2304. Again, that's 929-477-2304. So we'll be right back after My Evolution of Hip Hop. I rose up, I'm 22, 
whip, you see the juice, I'm getting crunk, I'm crunked out, a whole bunch of bottles throwing crystal, iceberg sweaters cause I'm looking fly, my ring don't bling, you should see the size, a whole bunch of carrots in my mouth grill, when I'm ballin' in the club for a tip drill, I am not a rapper, I'm a hustler, if you ain't talking about no money, I don't trust ya, I rock platinum cause I don't ever rock gold, I got platinum on everything a nigga own, you know who it is, in the limousine, I'm on the front page, five magazines, these girls loving me, cause I'm a player, I tell them hit me on my two-way pages. Here is the way I be digging on you, to the past. 
wonder how it's going to sound in the future. Yeah, her in the building, and that was my evolution of hip-hop. This next segment is going to be brought to you guys by the wonderful people at Global Drive. Global Drive is going to be presenting the... Global Drive Live Relationship Forum at Florence Restaurant, 1437 Northeast 23rd Street, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73111. And that is going to be February 10th, 2017 at 7.30 p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. The price is $25, and that does include the grub. Rub-a-dub-dub, thank God for the grub. Come get you some love and a plate. Find you a new boot. May not even charge you the ten percent this time. So, <laughs> did anybody else happen to catch the good new edition movie? Yeah, I figured it got three days, so we got a little bit we could talk about in there. You know, I know WB did a nice little forum about you know um, the what the takeaways from it because there was a lot of good takeaways from that movie, especially if you have any thought in being in business. It was a lot of great takeaways from there. And I know Cuzzo laid a lot of them out there, so I know he has a plate full. But definitely want to know, did you guys see the movie? What did you think about the movie? Where do you stand? What do you... Let's talk. My timeline was full of the movie. I have it on my DVR to watch this weekend, actually. So I have not yet physically seen it with my own eyes, but my timeline was lit. So I could probably have a pretty so you ain't conversation being. about it. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Then just yet, but it is coming. Oh, trust, it's coming. <laughs> what you got, Wim? Yeah, it was. I did I read your piece. I mean, it was like, awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was really good. Um, in the sense of it was entertaining. The actors were good. I mean, all around, you know, all around it was really good. I thought that you know, the biggest thing, of course, that I took away from it is same thing I said in my video, and that is. That we gotta we gotta learn we gotta learn our craft better. Like if you gonna go into the industry, you gotta learn how to read contracts. Like you gotta have somebody on your team who can read the contract, you know, and who can not just you know not just tr- like you got you know what I mean. Like you gotta understand. Like, and I'm, I'm gonna give you an example. When I, I remember when I bought my first house, um, I was looking for a realtor. And a piece of advice my father gave me, he said, listen, I know that your realtor, um, that you pick your realtor, but always understand that your realtor really is always working for the seller. And I said, well, no, that's my realtor. He said, no, you, the person hmm. who has the money is the person who they're working for. And it was the same thing in this movie, is, is, is my, excuse me, is that even though they had managers, your managers, those are, they're always going to be working for the person with the money. So I think if they would have went into that with that understanding, then they would have made some different decisions. So, I mean, it was, it was, you know, yeah. That was probably the biggest thing I took for it. Learn how to read your contracts. Learn how to count your own money. So, I don't want to get too yeah, much because, you know, I don't want to. That was an era of, in our music culture that really, um, it took advantage of a lot, so many of our artists. You know, I have yet to mm. see any, you know, so many, I have yet to see the documentaries for, you know, white artists in, in a long drawn out capacity. But when we see stories like the TLC story and 
stories like the New Edition story, and we hear about the background, those artists who never made it to the level of stardom to get a background documentary or anything like that. You know, that was the norm back then. So it's just, you know, hindsight seems to be 2020, but in that time frame and the culture and what was being created for us was so right now, right now, right now. I think, and, and we see even smart people, um, you know, very, very intelligent people get so swept up in the in the excitement of the situation that they totally overlook. You know, it's not even a matter of ignorance in a lot of the time. It's just a matter of being so excited and swept up in that moment that we totally forget. That's why lawyers who, who are thinking, shoot, this ain't my money. Let's read this contract to make sure I get my money. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're like, I'm not doing the song. So let's read this piece of paper. That, I told you know, reading is, is totally fundamental because it's just sad to see how it happens. And it's probably still happening. I'm pretty sure it's still happening. It, it, it definitely is. That's why we have title. You know what I'm saying? And, and I know, Rashad, you know way more about the inner workings of how, how title is set up from an artist's perspective. But it was so necessary. You know, from a customer's perspective, you know, I'm always, I've been on the fence. I made no qualms about being on the fence about it. But from an artist's perspective, I totally get it. And and I'm glad that it's, mm-hmm. it's it's here for those reasons that we're seeing in these documentaries because <laughs> it's just that's just sad how so much talent was extinguished because of that bad deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think even the even even to take another step, but the other part I I really enjoyed about it was um, was that they did. They did a better job, you know. Again, and when and I always, I say this because, according to them, this was very, you know, that that um, what the biopic show was very, you know, accurate. Um, and so, with saying that, I think they did a really good job, better job than most people, of still maintaining friendships and brotherhood, even with all of the stuff that they had going on in the personal battles. So. I thought that was another thing that that was that needed to be brought out. That they did the only, you know, they did um, they did they did the best. I mean, usually that kind of money and that kind of fame, usually, you know, they doesn't uh, afford people to stay together that long, and they did. So for I real. commend I commend them for that because you know even though they went through their their thing, you know, they still for the most part stuck together. So I thought that was very very good. Well, I say without giving the movie away because I don't want to spoil it for Q, but um, <laughs> I just say one thing I took away from it is is that um, as parents, be involved in what your kid does. Don't just let the kid do and then reap the, the benefits at the end. Be involved to the point where, you know, you know the inner workings. And that's whatever it is, even if it's just something as simple as band. Know the inner workings, because that band kid may very well end up being for real. And then when the money starts rolling in, you, the parent, needs to know who needs to say the right thing in the room. Because, I mean, when they started, they were, what, 11 years old, 10 years old, 10, 11, 12, something like that. So, I mean, they ain't going to know nothing about no contracts. And, I mean, I don't want to give it all away, Key, but I'll just say this one little part. They got $500 and a VCR to start off. $500 and a VCR. And, I mean, I know we're talking about different times and days, but come on, man. And I was so proud when that boy walked away from the table when he heard it. 
I didn't care what his reason was. I was glad somebody walked away from the table like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Five hundred dollars <laughs> and a VCR and a VC. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to sit on the stage. I thought that too, but well, I can't get. Uh, okay, never mind. I won't get that. Yeah, but that's I, what I'm saying. I'm I, trying I, to curve without telling the movie, yeah. but I just want to yeah. say I was proud that young man walked out. I felt good. But he didn't walk. I mean, out I was proud he came back too, because you can't let your boys down. But at the same time, overall, I think it was a really great movie. It was put together well. I think everybody kind of looked like each other. I think um, I I enjoyed the fact that that was really them singing from the kids to the adults. Um, I just enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it. I'm almost to the point where it's like I'm hoping they do a Boys to Men or something. Keep it going. Yeah. Well, they did say, like I said, they actually said on, because um, I don't know if you saw the the Breakfast Club interview, but their their thing was, you know, they're, they're ready, they're okay with coming out with another one of them because, you know, I guess, you know, that one pretty much was like up until, what, like uh, 99 or something like that. So they're like, look, we could do a whole, whole other one. Uh, yeah, sorry, they, we could do a whole away. other yeah. one from 2000 I'm to sorry, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I was like, you know, so who knows what's going to happen, but I think the other part is, 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 let me say, even though I know this is kind of a little off topic, I have to commend uh, BET because, you know, for a minute I was kind of worried about them, and I still kind of am. I will say that, too. I'm with you. That was a very good broom and dustpan for them, a very good broom and dustpan. Like for, especially at the time and climate where we are right now and everybody wants to, Mm -hmm. you know, reach back to their roots, like, I mean, that's our roots. That's genuinely where a lot of us started, musically, mm-hmm. anyway. You know what I mean? Like, that's the first concert I saw in my whole entire life, East St. Louis. Well, the same, I went to St. Louis uh, Six Flags, and they were right there mm-hmm. at the gate. And my pops took me, and they were singing right there at the gate. Candy girl, you need to cool it now. You know what I mean? Let's get it. Bow. <laughs> Jerry curl juice dripping everywhere. So, you know. Yep. Yep. I thought it was good. I thought it was really I good. think we'll I see am, more of these types of documentaries. Oh yeah. Have you seen I well, have you so. seen like I said with Tim, have you seen some of the other things that they're doing too? Like I mean they've got a new um, Well yeah, they basically know, live in that. Oklahoma. <laughs> they're doing what? New, you know, They've got a new like like kind of almost like different world type show they trying come trying to come out with. And, I mean, oh yeah, the to, one with the college, the college show. Yeah, the quad. Yeah, that's gonna be the dope. Quad. I'm watching. Oh, that. the quad. Yeah, the quad. I'm excited for that. I think that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm definitely they watching got, that. They, they trying to and Nicki Rose is gonna kill that. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. kill it. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it was good. It was good. It's gonna be it's gonna be um interesting to see what they do. But yeah, that's totally not, that's a totally different subject with B E T though. So all right. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl picks. It is the weekend. Oh uh on the take that L. Who you choosing? That is you know, I'm staying faithful to what I do always do. Whoever got the most canes, and to my understanding, the Atlanta Falcons have the most canes. So here we go, ATL Charlie. Even though I know most ATL what? is not gonna win, and that's because nobody in Atlanta wins except the Atlanta Braves. 
prove me wrong because the Cubs proved me wrong. So make me make me chew my, chew my words again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you on this one. I I don't like the Patriots. I like I don't I don't use the word hate very often, but I just I I don't I strongly dislike the New England Patriots. So I would love to see Atlanta win. I just don't I just don't see it happening. So I would love to see Atlanta win this game. So um, yeah. I'd love to. Key, what you, who you think? Might I throw in there you, also I like Atlanta. The subject, I mean, those that have ears, if you fry the chicken, please send the invite. We do like chicken. Because, <laughs> you know, that's my duty. Like, I'm like, uh, oh, okay. That's what, oh, I, that's what I'll be doing on Saturday. I'll be in somebody's kitchen. Yeah, that's probably what I'll be doing. I'm not all in, you know, we're not a big football Family around here, so oh. you know, you know. But I like it. Like I'm about to say, just like, I'll come have If you find that chicken cute, <laughs> yeah, I'll be. I'm sure I'll be in somebody's kitchen. I'm pretty sure of that. That's hilarious. Yeah, but, you know, I just hope everybody stays healthy. That's what I'm really hoping for. You know, because <laughs> it's hard out here for these boys these days. No. <laughs> football, right? Oh, I'm about to say, you cancel the healthy. Oh, you can cancel the healthy. I'm giving everybody you know. a free pass on the diet on Sunday. Go hard. Yeah. Dive in. Get a whole bowl of dip to yourself, bro. Just go <laughs> for it. Have fun. It's the last <laughs> day of real sports. Basketball stinks this year. Like for real. Dive in the bowl of cheese, bro. Dive in. Eat all the roast mm-hmm. you can eat. <laughs> Listen, don't you ain't got to tell right. twice. I'm sure I said it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Let's bring out the cakes. Let's bring out the pies. Let's bring out the cake and the pies. Banana pudding, all that. I've been, I've been, on, I've been healthy the last couple of weeks, so I'm all I'm all for that. Sunday is cool. All for it. I'm on a 1,200, 1,300 calorie diet. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm Sunday we binge biting. Yeah, that's a big well, binge biting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's gonna be a good game though. I think um, I think this will be a very good game, and I think it's gonna really come down to the usual. Can somebody if we can if the Atlanta can knock Tom Brady around, they'll win. If they can't, he's gonna pick them apart. He's just gonna pick them apart. So that's really what it boils down to. If they can get a rush, a rush defense to knock Tom Brady around, we're good. If not, it's gonna be a long game. Who's doing halftime? Do y'all know who's doing halftime this year? Unfortunately, uh-huh. I do. Who is it? Uh, hold on. I had it because I, I was mad about it. It's somebody that I'd hate to see. Like. They always do this. It's somebody that has nothing to do with football. It's not Lady Gaga. It actually might be Lady Gaga. Uh, let's see. Who? Go. Uh, no, I'm it is Lady Gaga. Yeah, unfortunately, yep, it is. I'm sure. I was waiting on my. Yeah, you were right. It's Gaga. Unfortunately, we get the meat suit lady again. 
She well, hasn't been meat soup lady in a while. She has. She yeah, has. She's kind of come out of the. the she the can't ramp. live down the meat suit. She came outside. She can sing. sing the roof off though. Lady Gaga can sing. She can sing. <laughs> she can sing. So, you know, I, I appreciate her taking it down a notch or two. She can sing. I don't know, man. Y'all know I'm a hard crying. critic on the she can sing. Because I'm not, she can I'm sing. sure not giving the ang in there. Y'all keep saying ang. I'm not giving her that no. even at all. Like it took me forever to give the ang to Christina or whatever. I was about to call her Apple. Okay. What's her name, Christina? Aguilera. Then I was about to say Valenzuela. Aguilera. What What is the girl name? Aguilera. That. I. It took me forever to give her the ang, and I'm just now giving it to her, and that's just with a pinch. Because, like, to me, like I said, if you can't touch Patty, and Patty about 97 right now, you still, No. I don't want to hear you. Patty, you can't. I mean, Patty is kind of a hard standard because Patty is like. She's the GOAT. The That's what I'm saying. Time. She's 97 and she ain't never lost that voice. Never she lost that voice. Time. That's who I care about. When Christina ain't running, running all over the beat, she's okay. I, I can rock yeah. I ain't heard three yeah. songs, so I couldn't tell you what she do on the beat. And after I heard that a lot one of song, she just sometimes. came in and they were just yelling, and all I heard was "Yeah." I said, "Button, I don't want to hear that." She gets loud. Yeah, she runs. She runs. She runs entirely too much. She was. She she really runs entirely too much. <laughs> it's distracting. I don't like it. That part I don't yeah, like. Yeah. I think she can sing too, but she that part irks the hell out of me. I can't with the. Actually, you know what? You know what we get it. What, like we get it. Her facial expressions I do too much sometimes. Like, why is it? You know, I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> Did it hurt, baby? Did it hurt? <laughs> you know, like, it looks like she's in pain getting some of them runs out. You'd be like, all right, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I can't it. say this, though. Since I brought my save up, WB, did you see she has a banana pudding now, too? Yeah, I'm gonna go get that petty man of pudding. Petty pudding, I'm going to get it. Hey, look, that cobbler is ooh, glory. I ain't touched that sweet potato pie because I ain't really big on sweet potato pie like that if my own grandmother made it. But still, I. See, that's how I am with cobbler. I don't eat peach cobbler. I don't eat peaches, so that doesn't really do it like that. Oh, she got other flavors. That cobbler, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. boy. Yeah, yeah, boy. She made a fat kid out of eye. <laughs> I'm talking about, I got the big spoon. I didn't get the tablespoon for this one. Or the tea. I got the big spoon. We were stirring. Like, boom. All in. All mine. Well, I can tell you who would be happy to have a big spoon of celebratory cake and ice cream, and that is Russell Simmons um, this week, because your boy just sold Rush Card to Green Dot for $147 million. How much again? One hundred. You know how we, we don't just roll over there. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred. Forty-seven million dollars. One hundred. Forty-seven million. Yes, yes, mm. you did. Mm. Congratulations. So, Don't forget, he's already said, on like twenty rappers' lives. So, I mean, <laughs> bro is stupid rich. 
<laughs> yep. So check this out. So Uni so Unirush, no, Green Dot said they're buying Unirush, which is the parent company of Rush Card and the Rapid Payroll Debit Card. Um, he they've been he, Simmons started the card in 2003, and it's been one of the first cards that were really targeted to minority customers. We all saw the crazy um, ads all over everywhere for the Rush Card. Um, but the thing that put Rush Card pretty much back in the limelight was in 2015 there was a software upgrade that that went haywire that cut off about 400,000 400, customers yep. from accessing yep. their cards. Yeah. Um, it was a big ordeal. Russell Simmons ended up having to, well, he didn't have to, but he ended up trying to make it right by going into his own money and, you know, starting to pay some of the fees and issues that, the, that these users were having for not being able to access their money. Um, mm-hmm. Green Dot um, and Russell have been having conversations for um, a few years now, even going prior to the software upgrade situation. They've been talking about Green Dot acquiring Rush for quite a while. And um, the, the owners of Green Dot, which his name is, he keeps being called Strike in this particular article. But anyway, they, he was saying that, that Russell being associated with Rush Card is one of the reasons why he wanted to acquire this company. And a part of this acquisition um, makes it so that Rush is still going to be, a, like Rush Card is still going to stay Rush Card, the Rapid Card is still going to stay its card um, name. They're, they wanting, they're pretty much wanting to keep the brand whole as it is we're just transferring ownership um actually there and there was questions if you know the whole the rapid card since it's not necessarily as brand known with in addition um in addition to the rush card they were wondering if they were going to keep that but that card in itself has 2500 corporate customers who utilize that card to distribute their payroll to users who don't have i mean to their to their employees who don't have banking accounts so you know they're still quite a bit of money to be made even you know as as acquiring this whole business in itself. So shout out to Russ. This is this looks like a good look all the way around. It's still got his name on it. They put the respect on his name and his checkbook. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is what I am talking about. Yep. When is there anything you would have changed about this deal? Would there have been anything, you know, you would have you what are what are your thoughts on this? Um hold on, let me let me before I answer that, let me take this call. We gotta call him. Let me take this call before I uh, – never mind. No, we don't. No, no, we don't. I'm good. All right, let me say this. I think that um, this is a very good deal, and um, I think that I think that them keeping the Rush card, the Rush card was smart because both of those cards um, have two totally different demographics. So the Rush card obviously um, appeals to, like I said, a different demographic. So, yeah, we're good. Um, and I think that Russell getting out of it was even good, was even better for him because, I mean, really long term, you know, he's got his hands on so much different stuff. Where where can he really go? So now this gives them an opportunity to, like I said, leverage, um, take their cash and, and do something else with it. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. I think it's an awesome move. And, and I'm a Green this, Dot fan. I like the whole system. Let me say this to the other part of it is what makes this really good is you guys got to remember that when you that there are a lot of banks who still will not um, open accounts for people who are in check systems. So if you are there, are some banks and credit unions <laughs> who are now saying that they will. 
uh, but they'll put it on a restricted basis. But if you got, you know, there are a lot of people who, a lot of banks and financial institutions that won't do that. And so um, it's a lot easier. And companies now are forcing people to go to uh, direct deposit. They don't want to do paper checks. So um, if you can't get an account, then the green dot, then your two options are typically green dot because green dot is like an all the Walgreens and, you know, stuff like that. Excuse me. And then the rest card. Which is in Walmart, and then there's another. Um, I forgot the account that um, the bank with Walgreens or the bank with Walmart started. I can't remember what it's called, but that was, you know, supposed to be the next upcoming thing. So yeah, so this is a good move, and the fees are good. The fee income is great, and in, in all of those cards. So yeah, a good move. Yep, I see it working. Long yep. term, long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think that was that was a dope move by him. Like, I don't know if he initiated it, but at the same time, I think one just knowing what I know about Green Dot, Green Dot was kind of starting to fludge anyway because of um, a, a, a jail scheme that kind of took it down, and they started taking away the um, they there's there used to be a card that you can do to load the Green Dot, and you can't do that anymore. Because right. that was scammed out, so right. Rush joining with them kind of gives them another side of, you know what I mean, business aspect wise. I I I really think he came out on that on the up and up on that one. Like way to go, Rush! Like bro, way to go! Super high five! Like all the way, great move. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the song so we can keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. Um, again, shout out to Russ. You're the man. We are very proud. We are pleased with this decision. Yeah. As if he needed our approval, but yeah, good move. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm about to say, bro owns, like I said, all of the first rappers who ever came out. And if y'all understand sneak dissing, he one of the people JVB sneak dissing. Because he said we're going to get y'all back for what y'all did to the cold crush. But you got to be super hip-hop to understand lingo like that. And being honest with you, it's real. That's why I like Jay-Z the way I like him. Bro is making sure all the rappers now and all the musicians now get paid first and put out after. And that's how it should be. If you're an artist, get you publishing for yourself. And keep all your rights. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the song. So our next song we got Man of the Year, um, and then after that uh, we're gonna be right back after this uh, this uh, this song. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you. 
She is passionate about the subject of identity. Renowned for her work within the teen and young adult community, Cicely is an equipper of people and revealer of truth and wisdom. The mission of Passion International is focused on helping people press into personal power. Through the power of coaching and counseling, the Firestarter helps, trains, and equips people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people-pleasing. In turn, they become empowered with courage, confidence, and communication. Cicely Victoria provides counseling, consulting, and coaching services to individuals, groups, schools, businesses, and various other organizations. Excuse me. So, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Cicely Victoria, how you doing? Hey, hey Hello, everyone. What's up? I'm excited to be with you guys. Is it Tila? Is it Nakisha? Right? Yes. Yes. Thank you for and Rashad. Takesha, yes. And Rashad and Wynn, as I affectionately call him. What's up? Let me radio? find out somebody said Rashad for once. Man, let me let me find out. I ain't heard Rashad since I was at home. Way to go, though. Thank you. <laughs> That's what my mama, my mama called him Rashad, so I'm going to call him Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> should, I go, should I go by Rashad or something else? No, no, no. I, I love my name. Trust me. I love okay, my okay. Name. Let's do that. Okay. Look, my name's called Rashad. I'm going to call it Rashad. That's what's up. Hello, everyone. So good to be with you all. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Now. Yes, thank you for coming. So, so before you do your thing, tell, yeah. tell the audience, tell the audience, even though I just read your wonderful bio, tell them who you are. Give them, you know, give them your, your information. Okay, that's what's up. So, yeah, so thank you so much, um, Scoop Radio, for officially having me a part of the team. This is super exciting. Um, so as Winford was communicating, I am Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Fashion International. Uh, my business street is to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence and communication. As he mentioned, I'm a certified professional coach. I'm a counselor. I'm the queen of empowerment, and I set people's lives on fire for a living. And that's why they call me the fire starter. So I am excited to be here. Um, if you want to reach me at any point in time, um, you can reach out to me at firestarterpassion at gmail.com, firestarterpassion at gmail.com, and you will have the new and upcoming revised uh, and revamped website soon to come. But you can also go on notsopublic.com, and there is like a huge spread on me there if you go in the people section, so you can see me there as well about my services and what I do. So that's enough about me. All Let's right. get to the people. Yes, I came to help the people with their problems. What's up? All right. So we're talking about three ways to be the, our best self or at least a better self in 2017, okay? So I want to just touch upon these three ways that we can be our best self or at least a better version of ourselves in 2017. First and foremost, we have to learn how to be honest with ourselves. So number one is that we got to stop lying to yourself, okay? Stop lying mm-hmm. to yourself about what you are, what you are not, so on and so forth. Um, I have found that just in living and all of us included, um, we have 
being successful at being honest with other people, but we have been contented with lying to ourselves day in and day out and sometimes. And so there are some ways in which we do lie to ourselves, and I'm going to communicate that. Um, so what I, when I say about being honest, it's about being honest with the good, bad, and ugly about you to make a really raw and real, I call it confrontation, about what's going on with you. So notice I included the good, bad, and the ugly. That means the good. You need to recognize your strengths. You need to acknowledge them. You need to know what you're good at, what you're doing well in, you know, what you are excelling in, and do more of that. That is great. And then we get to the bad part about you. Now, bad, as I qualify it, is that which brings harm to you. It does not serve you. It's not about right or wrong. It's about helpful and harmful, okay? I like to categorize it as that because a lot of judgment and condemnation is, uh, you know, categorizing right and wrong things. But I like to say, is it helpful or is it harmful? Because I think that could be more broad and universal to all. So if it's harmful to you, that means it's a bad thing. It is not working for you. It does not give your best side. It does not um, cause you to excel. So that is something bad. It may also be called a shadow side, as we like to call in psychology and in counseling. So if it's a bad side of you, you need to um, know what you need to do to make the adjustments and the tweaks, some might call them weaknesses, in order to get out of those bad spots, things that are harmful to you, and just to alter it. Um, and then there's just those things that are ugly, downright ugly. So how do uh, we distinguish bad from ugly? Ugly is something that is not only harmful to you, but it's harmful to other people as well. So that means it's probably the the worst side of you. That is um, the ugly side that is downright unacceptable. It um, When you do it, when you say it, when you perform it, when you behave in it, when you think that way, you're not only causing harm to yourself, but you are residually causing harm to your, your having third-party victims. It could be your kids. Mm-hmm. It could be your spouse. It could be your community. It could be somebody else's family, so on and so forth. So we have to be... Number one, honest with yourself in the good, bad, and ugly parts of us. And so I challenge my clients to make those columns, make a good column, make a bad column, and make an ugly column, and then be raw and real about yourself. Be honest, and then start to brainstorm and brain dump, as we call it in coaching, about what's going on with you in those places. And automatically, you're on the track to being a better self in 2017. Number two is that when you are honest with yourself, don't be too hard on yourself in your honesty, okay? And so when are you talking about not being too hard on yourself? You have to forgive. You have to be kind to yourself or otherwise known as being merciful, and you need to be patient with yourself. So as you are in the process of being better and being your best version of you, you have to understand that you didn't get to the point of needing to be better or a best version of anything overnight. So in other words, the things that may ill you or not best about you, they didn't get there overnight. So that means don't expect to have a miraculous cure overnight when you are are working out a process of becoming better or the best version of you. So learn to forgive yourself in ways that you've erred. Learn to forgive yourself and others in the ways that you've erred and they've erred you. Don't be too hard and, you know, blame, be the play the blame game on yourself or others. Just take accountability and responsibility for you and then be kind to you. So many of us do not know how to be kind and merciful to ourselves when it comes to that forgiveness, even the forgiveness piece. 
And let me tell you why it's so important to be merciful to you first. Because as I found in years past, when I did not learn how to be merciful to me, I found it very hard to extend mercy to someone else that needed it. And so this is a common trait of those who are challenged with um, a relationship with perfectionism, okay? So those who feel like they always got to be on, they always got to be right, they always got to be tight, they always got to be spot, you know what I'm saying, and they can't have any variance, those people are typically the hardest on themselves. And what's going to happen is not only you're going to be merciless towards yourself, you'll be merciless towards other people. And you will harm people with your mouth, with your behavior, with your attitude, because you don't know how to first extend mercy to yourself. And then lastly, in your process, be patient. Be patient with yourself in your process because, again, it's called process for a reason. And, and um, with your patience, the third thing is the way to be your best self or a better self in 2017 is please celebrate every little success that you make along the way, along the journey. As you're being patient, do know as you are perfecting and improving in any little area, I don't care what it is that you improve in, you need to celebrate that victory with a parallel reward. Now, let's be clear about this, okay? Just because you make a little inch of a step doesn't mean that you go out and buy you a $500 like purse bag or whatever. So it's like, no, you need to have a reward to the victory that you make. So let's say, yeah, you finally finished that book. You finally opened that business. That's a pretty big thing. So yeah, you've earned a trip. You've earned a staycation. You've earned a maybe three-day, you know, cruise or whatever. But, you know, let's say you didn't, you know, smash that whole bag of Chips Ahoy cookies in one sitting. You know, maybe it took a whole week, right, mm-hmm. to get rid of. Or maybe it took two weeks. Or maybe you didn't do it at all. That's great. So maybe you want to reward yourself, you know what I'm saying, with a little dessert on the weekend or whatever. You see how it parallels, mm-hmm. right? It's not anything that's mm-hmm. extreme. So you got to be patient. you got to celebrate every little success because guess what, you guys? When you celebrate your successes, it will drive you to do more of that. You will see the potential of what it is that you are able to do, and that will excite you, and that will inspire you to do more of it. And then guess what? When you cultivate a culture of celebration towards yourself, you do two things. You first allow other people to give themselves the permission to celebrate themselves the same, to do the same, because not many people know how to celebrate. We know how to, um, you know, gripe and complain and, you know, um, murmur, but we don't know how to celebrate. And the second thing you do is you teach others how to cultivate that um culture around you. You teach the people how to celebrate you because you're first doing it yourself. Please stop waiting for people to give you an attaboy and pat on your back. Would you please award your own self for the progress Mm -hmm. that you do and the work that you put in and the sweat and tears and labor and congratulate yourself and throw your own party because Mm -hmm. you are the one who did it and then you allow other people to do the same as well. And give them permission because some people don't know how to do it until they see somebody else do it. So that's your three ways, y'all, to be your best version of yourself or at least a better self in 2017. Honesty, don't be too hard on yourself, and celebrate every little success. I like that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. That's and we are passing that's the plate. Good. We are passing the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You can send you can send our offerings uh, to find right. on a passion. <laughs> I know that's and right. And gmail.com. Yeah. 
Yes, we will take your seed offerings today. Any questions or comments, you guys? Hopefully, I know I was talking fast, but I want to respect y'all time and get it in because I'll be loaded and on fire. I think you know what I think for me. I I will say this. You definitely touched on my favorite subject underneath the sun, and that is living in the representative. Everybody loves to live in the representative and give it to you the way that they want you to see it so that when the the situation ends, all you can say about them is they cool and I don't know what I did. Mm. And that is the biggest, that's the biggest mask in the world. And it has nothing to do with, like, platonic relationship or, you know, touching type relationship. And that's the thing that's in the middle that makes everybody separate and be like, it was me. Even if it wasn't you. The yeah. fact that you think that they was cool because all you got to meet of them was the representative, you're blaming yourself. And people bury yeah. themselves in that. Like, for life. Yes. Bury themselves. Because you want to be talk. open with somebody and be you and demand that yeah. other people be them with you. Yes. And if they won't, mm-hmm. don't. That's why I, if, if yes. he was right here right now, I'd give you the biggest high five and hug. Because I said, <laughs> what so said well. is what I live by, and people call me petty for it. But nah, I'm telling it's, you, it's real. you are 100% correct. Don't stop preaching that message. I agree. That's what's up. Petty approved. Thank you. Thank petty you. That's approved. what's up. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got the <laughs> approval. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank you very I, I much. I about rewarding yourself. Um, I think mm-hmm. we don't do that enough. I think we get so caught up in in our hustle and thinking that yeah. you know there's without no work. On to the no, next thing. No Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we're expecting to get to a certain level, and then we consider ourselves yeah. successful, but we forget yeah. to. Really, really, really celebrate those small successes along the way that'll help you get through those big failures. You know, that's the thing that I think I've learned. You know, those little wins (laughs) make a big, big difference. I was telling Lynn and Kelly, one of our, we work together on a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, I decided I wanted to bake a lot. So I made biscuits in the morning, fail. I tried to make yeast rolls in the afternoon twice, and they failed. But I created three (laughs) spreadsheets that, like, I hate Excel. Yes. I love Excel. But that day, I was productive in spreadsheets. So I told him at the end of the day, I was like, y'all, I have killed 12 cups of flour and countless eggs and cups of milk. <laughs> but I created three spreadsheets. So I tell that every day. Yes. So like, I you said that we have to, you know, we have to celebrate those things. I was like, you show sure? like, yep. <laughs> yes. That's my Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And guess what else you learned? You learned three more ways as to how to not make the yeast and the biscuit. That's a celebration. Come on. It's a celebrate. We can save the groceries. Yes, ma'am, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I think I think that probably the other the other one that they haven't talked about is is the not being so hard on yourself. Now is that what he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all gonna have y'all gonna have to fast and pray on me on that one because that. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. I'm really horrible with that 
know. But I think, you know, that that's something that we definitely, you know, you're, you're right. All three of those were absolutely right. And I think that if people take take those into serious consideration and keep those at the forefront of their mind, that they will definitely have a much better year um, than than they did last year. So good job. Um, and, yeah. You, All you, right. You that's what's up. You stuck with us. Yeah, that's. With us, man. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Lord, I love a family. I love her. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Um, as I like to say to uh, everyone, as I conclude, and I'm gonna be hanging out here with y'all. But I'm gonna let y'all get on with your business to stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire. I appreciate y'all for having me. Definitely. All right, now. Definitely, Thank definitely. you. All right, let's leave Victoria, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump to the next song real quick. We got Born to Win um, by BJ McKenzie, and then after that we're coming back, and we're going to get into our hot topic. So sit still. We'll be back on the scoop. <laughs> Let you know that the joy is coming. You were born to win. 
I always want to like start crying or something when I hear that song. It's like real deep. All right. Super worship <laughs> happening on the end of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes in every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and by the way, he does have a recording coming up too. I think I just re- remembered that. Um, he's recording a new, BJ uh, is having a new recording. I'll get the information and post it. But I know it's coming up here soon in Chicago. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, um, look up BJ McKenzie. He's got a, um, like I said, his new, he's doing a live recording for his new project. So, all right, hot topic. Let's go ahead and get in it. Um, so for those of you guys who are listening for the first time or may, be not, may not know, hot topic is um, where we take um, one of the topics that has done very, been uh, very controversial and very popular inside of the Scoop uh, radio show uh, Facebook group, and we talk about it on the air. So if you're not a part of the group, you're more than welcome to join. Um, I'm going to tell you up front, this is not your mama's, your, your mama's Facebook group, um, so be very careful. Nah. <laughs> but everybody's welcome. <laughs> now, we just, I mean, it's just like on the show. We talk about um, pretty much any and everything, and so um, it can get it can get interesting sometimes. So yeah, so we take something uh, from the group and we talk about it, and that's where what hot topics is. Um, this week's hot topic um, also I want is brought to you also by um, not only are we having a relationship form on February 10th, but if you are in Oklahoma City on February 11th, if you are in Oklahoma City and you are a small business owner or would, would like to be a small business owner, um, Global Drive Network. And the ladies from Resilient Soul, we have come together and we are doing um, what we are calling the Business Exchange. It is a networking event where we are going uh, to uh, pull together as many small business owners as we can. And we're going to talk about um, areas like uh, some of which what Tara talked about, how to, um, how to use and leverage social media properly, how to make sure that your business is legal, we're going to talk about um, email marketing. We're going to talk about how to increase sales. We're going to talk about how to make sure your bookkeeping is is uh, proper. Um, and so, and we're also going to try to again pair you up with other business owners in the community so you all can um, leverage one another um, to again so everybody can grow their business at the same time. So again, you can get that from Eventbrite.com. Um, it's you can go to actually. Um, was it the yeah? You can go to eventbrite.com and and get the uh, get your tickets. There are only a certain number of tickets. Um, the tickets are twenty five dollars. We are going to feed you, um, but we're going to be it's from eleven o'clock to two o'clock in Oklahoma City. Um, so get your tickets today. So all right. So the post that I'm looking at um, is a uh, it's a question to the ladies. It says, um, ladies, um, everything that everything you want in a man, if this is everything you want in a man, you have everything that you want in a man, but he's not attractive, would you still date him or not? Uh, I don't know. Did you guys have a chance to look at this This uh, question? Mm-hmm. No, I missed that one. I can only imagine that. <laughs> it's, it's, because did you get a chance to see this? No. All right. So, it's a very mm-hmm. interesting, a lot of, the answers that they gave were actually pretty interesting uh, because I expected, you know, I, actually they were pretty mixed. Um, it's, it's, um, 
basically there are a lot of ladies who really said that I was shocked. Excuse me, I was shocked that a lot of ladies said, "Yeah, they would." That if he's everything that they wanted, then they wouldn't really it wouldn't really bother him that he was really this unattractive. Um, and so, um, because a lot of them said that they dated men that they didn't find physically attractive attractive initially, but over time, because of other things, they would, you know, they uh, found them to be attractive. I don't understand that. I'm just going to be honest. I don't understand how a person, I've never understood how a person could not be attractive, but now they become attractive. Yeah, I don't get that. I've never understood that, that concept. I hear it a lot. I've never understood it because to me, as a man, um, if you're not as a, if, if I'm not as physically attractive to you, I don't understand how we can move any further. You know, and I've always I've always used the thing that when I get married or when I'm with somebody, um, I don't want the I don't want to have to roll over in the middle of the night and the first thing I have to think about is oh yes right she has a great spirit and a great personality. No, I want to roll over <laughs> to like, like she's so she's so she's so deep in the spirit. You know, no, I want her to be deep in the uh-huh. spirit, but I want her to also. Be like, man, my woman. She's fine as hell. Fine. Excuse me for saying like this, but when I rub your booty, I'm not thinking about how well you speak your tongue. But pray, I want right. you to be fine. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe, Q, maybe you can give me some insight as to the mind of, like, the female psyche on this one. Um, if you're listening again and you got a comment, again, 929-477-2304, press number one. Nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. Press the number one. But I don't get it. I don't get it. I think if you're not attractive, you're just not attractive. Um, yeah. Help me. Help me understand. <clears throat> I think that for the most part, we all like what we like. Okay. We all have a type. We all and people who claim they not have a type. It's hard for me to believe that because we all have something that we're attracted to more than the other thing. It's just natural. It's a part of who we are. I, it's hard for me to get with. Saying that a person, the grow on me is hard for me also um, because of our overall preferences. I think a person become, can become more attracted to you overall as far as I like to, you know, as a person, you learn more about a person, you gain more of a connection with a person. You share more intimacy together that bonds you, that connects you. So, yeah, I think that can develop for people who kind of think like you and I do where it's more of a I love you like a play cousin type thing, but we're not going to be able to make babies and do life together long term because that's something that's big for them. But I think for women in general, you know, this is definitely a general, very broad statement, we are nurturers. We are the ones who will take in the ones that are not wanted, will give you the love, will give you the care, will make you better, you know, all those other things. Just that's our nature, to nurture. So we, if there is going to be one side or the other that's going to look for the good in someone and figure out, well, you know, I can I can bend on this thing because this thing is better, I think it would be us because that's kind of how we're built. And I don't necessarily think that's a good or a bad thing. I just think that because of how we're wired, if there was going to be a person that was going to get the, you're going to get, you, okay, come on, I, I understand. We're going to make this, we're going to work with it, baby. That, I think that would be more of a us thing just in how we're wired. As, so it doesn't really shock me that that's a far-off notion for you. It's kind of far-off for me as well, but I can I get it. I, I can see how a woman would be okay with that. 
I won't necessarily call full-blown shenanigans <laughs> like on some of our other posts. I can see that one. I'll allow it. <laughs> what do you think? Hello. What do I think? Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I talked over you by accident. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I just, you didn't talk over me. I was just saying, what do I think? I mean, like, you know, honestly, being honest, just being honest, I have no idea what I think because I wasn't there. I, um, yeah. <laughs> so could you, as a man, I mean, as a man, do you, would you date, like if there was a woman who was everything you wanted, except for she was like really, really not attractive. Could you date her? Yeah. And I mean that's why I said it. Like honestly, like my taste is my taste. His taste is his taste and his taste is his taste. Everybody don't like the same thing. I I can think that my taste is a dope taste. And, you know, I really don't care what somebody else thinks. So it really comes down to being situational, and this is she's a situational ugly. type she, thing. She's not because she's not attractive to you. To you, to you, you, you she ain't attractive. You, no, no. If I'm gonna tell her something, I'm gonna allow her. In my, that's what I'm saying. If I'm even allow her in my presence, something is attractive about her to me. Period. It doesn't matter if she's everyday ugly to the world. I let her in my presence when I let her in my presence and I love the fact that she in my presence. Right. I mean, it's something about her is really fucking appealing to me. I'm sorry. Ooh, did I say F word? Sorry. Oh, so, okay. So you, so you're saying <laughs> yeah, that sorry. you're saying that, so what you're saying is you could, if that you couldn't date somebody that was unattractive because you, because I'm you didn't let her in time out. I'm hoping that I'll, I'm oh, sorry. Give me, give me, give me a couple seconds. I need to talk to the Lord to make sure my mom isn't with me. Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like my taste is my taste. I don't put nobody else's taste on them. What I think is gorgeous may be ridiculously ugly to somebody else. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm not calculating that. If I tell you fine, roll with it. Roll with it. Okay. Because I like you. I don't care what nobody else say about you all day long. I don't care about, you know, I like you. I said you're fine. Okay. And that's where I stand on that because I will openly admit, I like the audience, the bodies. I like the audience, the faces, big lips, big noses, big foreheads, all that is my favorite. So all the stuff that she go to bed at night telling herself, J. Cole, crooked smile, I'd be like, she's so fine. Okay. So... So the other part part of this is there actually, what's, what's interesting is the ladies who said no, they couldn't, um, and some of them thought that those who, if you who are in the group, you would see that that the to see the picture of the person, 
and they they said that they could do it with somebody, but they couldn't do it with this person because, in their opinion, he was like way unattractive. And so, um, so it's almost like to them there are levels to the you know to the unattractiveness that they would go. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting too because, you know, again, it, to me, I well, I agree is I agree that you know that there that when it comes to to ladies, they're probably to Shaquille's initial point a little more lenient when it comes to. Um, when it comes to the looks in the looks department, whereas guys probably not so much. Like I think most guys probably think like, because um, like unless if you're not attractive to me, then I couldn't do it. Whereas I think a lot of ladies probably do say, you know, if these other things are in place, um, then I can kind of overlook that a little bit. And so I think that's that's some of the comments. Um, actually, probably a third of the comments. Um, you mm-hmm. know, most men I dated weren't attractive at first. But after you grow to love them and look past it, I bet you'll find some some you'll find them beautiful regardless. Like to me, that's just I'm like saying, an look fade and okay, look fade and such and it fades fades. If he was everything else I wanted, hell yeah, yep, all that I want makes him attractive. All from ladies, yep. <laughs> and this is yep. on a you know a new post with you know about this same question that's been hashtagged. Kel's posted the same thing, and women are saying the same thing. Um, but I have yet to find a man that has said, "Yeah, I can rock with it." You, I, I think our our mini <laughs> our mini poll is accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, I, every uh, absolutely everything else will make him attractive, and I can upgrade that with no problem. No, you can't upgrade somebody that looks like. I mean, again, <laughs> I'm sorry, somebody that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. She's talking about some. I have. I have to have something to soften the blow and sweeten the pot. Everyone has an incentive plan, some kind of way, and an ugly person has to have some extra. I'm talking about some. Uh, his extra is that he has everything else we want and need. That's extra, very extra. So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I don't. As a man, I don't find. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. There's a lot to be said for those. So, well, what if so? Would you divorce? Would you divorce your wife if she got into a bad? If she got into a bad? Well, no, let me not say that. So your date, because the wife is a totally different set of rules, right there. So let's say you're dating a woman, and you all have been dating for a while. She's gorgeous. That's your girl, and she gets into a car accident, and her face is disfigured. Are you going to now end the relationship, or would that change you marrying her potentially? And be honest, because this is a hypothetical chick. No one's going to stone you for this. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, would that be, and even if it was one that you never spoke out loud, would that become a deal breaker for you if she was no longer the original beauty that you got with? Because I think that's kind of where we come from on that. Like, looks change, you know what I mean, and, and, and quickly, slowly, you know, unexpectedly, however that happens. But if you've got all of the other things lined up, I think that's kind of how we balance that out. And I'm wondering what would your what would your how would you deal with something like that? If, because I get that that's a big deal, but how would you deal with that in that particular situation? I you know what? I be I don't know. I think that it would really depend on the level of connection that we have that would answer that question. So if we're mm-hmm. you know, we're together and and we're connected like we there, then again, I think I think that's where 
Rashad's point comes in is that <clears throat> at that point, you know, if we we're probably already connected to the point where, like, the best okay. way I can put it is an level is our level is. So if if to me, like when we first meet you, you got to be physically attractive and the other stuff kind of comes. But as we date, then then the looks I'm not gonna say they're not as important, but the other stuff is just more important. So if you get into an accident and uh, you get into an accident again, like I said, depends on where we're, if we're connected. Y'all, my inbox is like going crazy now. People mad. That's all right. Um, but if if, it's my, if we're connected, it's fine. I'm not going to – but if this is somebody that I'd really like – I don't know. I can't say. I'm going to be honest. I really can't say. I wouldn't expect somebody to date – because I wouldn't expect somebody to date me if they didn't find me attractive. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't. I had to mute myself just Calm. now. Dana Dane just down. says no because when I get mad, he would be an ugly MF on accident. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> and be like, well, damn, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Whatever. That is hilarious. <laughs> I five to Dana. That is funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> I That's wish funny. I had a boo face to give Dana right now. <laughs> Dana, That's are you funny. listening? Boo face from the petty one. Oh, <laughs> boo. Be like, well, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm done. That like took me all the way. I don't know. I just think, like I said, I think that, I think, again, I think it's all, again, and, and let's be honest, my as you're with somebody for a long period of time, then there are things that are important. I just don't, I don't. Oh, hold on. We got a call. I'm sorry. Whoops. Hold on. We got two callers. Hold on. No, we just got hey. one. Hold on. Call zero zero three five. You are on the air live. What is your question or your comment? Oh, this is Kel. And uh, <laughs> I pretty much said everything. Hi, Bo. Hi, Kel. About the ugly, uh, <laughs> about the ugly uh, post. Can you date someone that has mm-hmm. everything else? And uh, yeah, I mean, y'all pretty much covered it. I was just basically going to say that you know, Winfrey, you said you can't understand this concept, but you've never had someone at work or growing up, you know, in school and college or something that. When you first saw them, they were ugly to you, but then after you started hanging around with them, they got more attractive. You never experienced that. Hello? I can interject for cuz. I was about to say, I can interject for cuz. Yeah, I mean, you can. It's called summer school glasses. That's that's where the term summer school glasses came from. And anybody that's paying attention, this is what you need to understand. There are summer school glasses. And summer school glasses means that you adjust what you like to the situation that you're in. Now, summer school was the spot. So even if she wasn't fine, she was fine because there was only 20 girls there anyway. Make sense? Does it sum it all up? I'm, 
Okay, so just because you're someone... just because you fine in the moment don't mean you fine. True, I get that. Not trying to be, not trying to okay. be mean. So, because I'm so, really okay. not. Because fine is fine okay, to anybody who enough... decides that you fine. But to me personally, when I say summer school glasses, I'm telling you, <laughs> like off top, I'm telling you, and this is the one freebie I'm giving you. If I tell you summer school glasses and I don't say nothing else, you need to know. I'm talking to you because you're the cutest thing that came by today. You're a whim. It's not that you're just fine. It's not that you're just, ooh-wee, my day stopped. No. It means that I've had a bad day. I've probably been told no three times. And then you popped up, summer school glasses. Everything else is blocked off. Doesn't matter what happened today. You fine now because you giving me some rhythm. I, uh, it's like, good. I, just, I, I raise my hand. No, it's not good. Okay, so it's so not let good. Let me say this: when it comes to to that whole theory about about that, I think there's a difference between somebody who. Like so, Kelly, to answer your question, yes, I have done that before. Uh, I, there's somebody when I first thought I saw, I was like, uh, uh, um, okay, and that's why I said I think I can I can see it it being something that's that changes, but it's still not like at that point they're attractive to me. You know what I mean? Like so, there's that's what I'm saying. At that point, once I get to know you, now you become attractive. So it wasn't so much. That you know, it, you're not unattractive to me at that point. So I couldn't be somebody who's like I think is unattractive, but I'm in a relationship with you. Like that's what I'm saying. I there are people who it's like okay, at first glance, ah, okay, she's all right, but you know, or you know, that's okay. But then when you get to know them, it's like wow, they're they're you know, other things about them make them beautiful. They got a beautiful spirit, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time. You just, I still can't be like, she got a beautiful spirit, but I don't find her attractive. And I, but I'm going to be with her. I can't do that. I just, I can't. I'm not saying I'm right in being able to do that, but there is that part of me that wants to be in love um, and attracted to every part of the person who I'm with. I got, we got to connect physically. We got to connect, you know, um, spiritually. We got to connect mentally. You know what I mean? We got to be able to have good conversation. Like all of that has to be present. For me, in uh-huh. order for it to work, if not, it, it's not. I can tell it's not gonna last because you're not gonna hold my attention. Right, but I mean, but ugly people hook up every day, so somebody yeah, out there, <laughs> somebody out there is liking ugly folks. I'm just sure. So it's a beautiful, it's some beautiful insides out there that people are taking advantage of. So. That's true. The public That's service true. announcement for today, the PSA for today. If you lonely, get you an ugly boo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out, I'm out. Kelly, I'm get you an ugly boo. All right, okay. <laughs> and on that <laughs> note, drop my head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was a major key alert, y'all. Major key from Kel. That was a major key from Kel. <laughs> Listen, you might as well stay on with us. Look, you might as well close the show with us. You're all right. 
Oh, that was pretty good. I can see her face right. turn to the... Mm. <laughs> right, right. Right, and by the way, y'all, if you, again, if y'all are in Oklahoma City, get your tickets to the forum. Kelly's going to be one of our uh, panelists, so she's going to be up there with us. Um, so it's going to be a really good time, as y'all can see. She ain't got no sense like the rest of us. So get uh-uh. your tickets <laughs> today um, so, we, so you can come out and hang out with us um, next Saturday. Um, and by the way, we're not giving y'all finger foods either, just so I can tell y'all, like, get y'all some, like, we're giving y'all soul food, like food food. So, it's food. So, yeah. Um, what else? So, we got, all right, let's go ahead and get into, um, I guess this is it, huh? We we at the end of this show. Yeah. Nice look. All right. Can you guys, you got something going on? Um, actually, this, excuse me, this February 3rd, I will be speaking on the She Summit. Let me go on here and grab that information really quickly. Look at you. Yes, yes, yes. So I am a vendor for the She Soiree hosted by E. Michelle Thomas. She is the She Experience founder. And this event, um, the She Summit itself, is going to be happening. The first installment was tonight. We have one on tomorrow, and then Thursday night is the one that I will be participating in, where you will be able to register and call in and listen to um, our MC, our vendors, um, some of the other women who are involved in the She Soiree, and we're going to be expressing our why, what sisterhood means to us, why we love it so much. And, of course, we'll be talking about Elegance by Design. So I encourage you all to, um, and I'm like, for real, going to post the link this time because I forgot last Tuesday, so my bad for anyone that was looking for that. I'm actually posting it right this moment. <clears throat> so go ahead, register for it, listen in on tomorrow and on Thursday night, and you will be able to hear all about my business and what we are doing about this business and sisterhood. I'm super excited about that. So join us. Oh, cool, cool, cousin. You got anything coming out? That's all out? I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, February, 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 Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, $25, $25, and come out and have fun with us. Bang, bang. Right. Follow us. There we are. Okay. Uh, Kels, you got anything going on with uh, with Curvy Kitten? The folks need to know about Curvy oh. Kitten. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's my commercial right there. Love Uh, it. Having a Kirby Kitten is presenting a game show called Bay or Buy. So it is a a new take on the the old school dating game slash newlyweds in baggage. All rolled into one. So that's going to be going on actually Valentine's night. Um, okay. Ten dollars, and uh, it'll be after all of this fun stuff that Global Drive and the Scoop is putting on. So you can take all that knowledge you learned from the panel <laughs> and go <laughs> find you a bay. You know, all right. <laughs> so it's not I throw that out there. <laughs> okay. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. All right, um, so last thing I want to do is I have uh, make sure you all get your, um, not only get your tickets, but make sure you go to org and download your free copy of Nouveau Exposure Magazine. 
Also, when you go to nouveauexposure.org, make sure you check out uh, the store. They've got some uh, really nice T-shirts um, and apparel in there, um, so you can check that out and support that as well. Um, every, let's see, so we do have programming Monday to Monday through Thursday, um, and soon we're going, we'll be going to uh, a couple more days. So Monday nights, don't forget, at 9 o'clock, you've got um, the Soul Cafe with Tina Reed. Then on Tuesdays, of course, the Scoop. Wednesdays, you've got the Word on Wednesday with Pastor Burns. On Thursday, uh, every other Thursday, you've got the Queen Conversations with um, Lakisa, Ebony, and uh, Leah Joel. So make sure that you tune in. What you really can do to make it easier on yourself is go to blogtalkradio.com and subscribe to the Global Drive Network uh, station. So that way you will be, you will get all, you have access to every show that comes on Global Drive Network. So just go to blogtalkradio.com and subscribe to the Global Drive Network station and you will have access to all radio. Lastly, if you are looking to get your product or service um, out there to as many people as possible, then you need to team up with us. We will get your product or service um, on air or in our magazines or on our social media so we can help you get more customers, increase your sales, um, and gain more exposure as a business owner. So, again, we want to say thank you. Uh, lastly, to uh, Coach Tara Jackson, you are awesome. Thanks for coming in. Uh, thank you to Cicely. Um, we're glad to have you on the team. Cuzzo, appreciate you as always. Um, Q, you already know. Uh, Kel, you already know. Um, so, again, one, and to all of you who are listening, do me a thank you very much. Do me one favor. We are going to post the link. Do me a favor and hit that share button so other people can um, get to know and become a part of the Scoop family. So with that said, uh, thanks for uh, listening. Have a good rest of your evening. Oh, last but not least, if you are an artist um, and you have music that you want uh, people to hear, you can email it to us with permission um, at globaldriveradio at gmail.com. So that's globaldriveradio at gmail.com. So if you are music, all genres are welcome. It has to be radio edited versions. Um, but you can email them to us at globaldriveradio at gmail.com. So we want people soul, we want gospel, we want R&B, we want every, we want hip-hop, we want all types of music. So with that being said, have a good week. the rest of the week. Uh, get your music. You don't even want love. Then tell me why you're here, love. If you could just give it, I should just spend it. Why are you standing here? First you say you're with me, and then you try to diss me. So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor, cause I don't wanna cry in tears. Would you believe this love is forever, girl? And would you?